Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Temple Tonelli, and I'm joined this week by Mike Munsnyder and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite. Let's talk a little bit about alternative contests, and we're getting into another required viewing segment. Our extra fat question and answer show is coming very soon, so this will be your last reminder to email us at mostlyskateboarding at gmail.com with any and all questions, skate and non-skate related. Maybe we'll answer your question on air. This summer, we've seen a few great alternative contests. The Bunt Jam, Fucking Awesome and Adidas put on the Hollywood Jam, and most recently, the Vans Showdown. Video from these events was way more interesting than what you see at the standard contest. Mike, what sets these contests apart from your run-of-the-mill contest? Well, really from the organizer's standpoint, they're a whole hell of a lot easier to do than like a 45-second run contest. And maybe it is that simple, but in all actuality, I think it's actually, there's like, it's like an emerging parallel thing, an alternative to the standard contest circuit. One that is like, obviously much cooler just based on the footage and who shows up. And so if you've got your, you know, your, your street leagues, where, where did the most recent street league just take place? Everett, was Washington. This? Everett, Washington. So like Seattle area? Yeah, I think like probably 45 minutes from Seattle or something. Okay, yeah, Everett, Washington. You know, it's like it's like this alternate, cooler, better, more interesting, more dynamic contest system. And yeah, it, it allows the cool guys to show up, cool guys and girls now, to show up without having like, not saying SLS is necessarily cheesy, but you know, it's in kind of like a random arena in Everett, Washington. Whereas, you know, these things are going down right in the thick of it and um that's probably you know the reason the reason they're happening ease and and it's a cooler alternative mike you recently emceed one of these alternative contests didn't you with one with a giant skatable half cab yeah and i mean that was all just that was a part of the city of minneapolis's aquatennial thing so that contest was called aqua gem because they used to do a vert contest by one of the lakes, like in the late 80s, early 90s. Was it by was it on the banks of Lake Minnetonka? Wasn't that far out. It was it was on the banks of the former Lake Calhoun, which has been renamed uh Bitamakaska. I know some uh, city of skate followers will want to know. That's how you say it. But uh like a young Seth McCollum Zed Lives would rule like the mini ramp contest way back in the day. But yeah, they, I mean we're do, we're doing the modern contest and shit with with Familia, all the events they've been doing that I help out with on the MC side, like it's all just skate jam. It's nothing that organized. And you can actually pull that off, you know, pretty easily with like four people actually having anywhere with all to do things. It's, it's, I, I think a big element of it is that it's easier to do than a more organized concept contest. What do you guys think? Well, yeah. Well, before we uh, proceed, let's come up with a good definition for an alternative contest. Uh, what I thought up was any contest that's not under the auspices of some larger governing body or organization. Like there used to be like, the NSA, they had their contest series. Castle, they had their contest series. Right now, there's all those different AM contests that somehow feed into damn AM. I believe that's under the auspices of the border, those guys down there. Yep. And like, there's no bearing on any kind of ranking, standing, standings, etc., anything like that. I Does think it's good, better y'all? that way. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's an obvious part of the appeal. Yeah I, yeah. I feel like for me, it's like 
it's also a, a differing format that's not like your standard, you know, 45 second run where you have to stay on. I think part of the appeal is that the skaters have the space to try stuff that's really hard or really impressive, you know, like takes a few tries to do a backside 360 long ways over a car. So like, you're not going to see that in a 45 second run, but you get to see it at the jam and it's, you know, fucking awesome shit pun uh, unintended. Yeah, hey, man, shout out, they, yeah, shout out Taylor Kirby. That was crazy. I mean, Dill, if we're dropping it like that, you can sponsor the show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's another. It gets kind of weird sometimes because sometimes it's like a contest within a contest or a contest after a contest. Like, for example, with Copenhagen, there is a contest, right? Like in some type of building with skate shit in it, like a skate park or something. Yeah, I think but, there is just a standard yeah 45 second contests yeah at a skate park going on but they're all the other side contests where they like go from spot to spot and you know see if you can do the best trick on like you know spot a or spot b spot c so sometimes it'll be something like that or even like a contest after a contest like uh whatchamacallit like an old 93 back to the city contest they had the um everyone went to wallenberg and uh, markovich kick flipped it shit almost oh, oh oh yeah he kind of skidded out or whatever yeah that's right and he got long like hair Markovich. Long hair Markovich. And he got what he got like two hundred or three hundred bucks or something. Yeah, like, cash for I, tricks is a is a very cool concept, I think. Yeah, cash for tricks. Um yeah, Markovich got two hundred and nineteen ninety three US dollars. So that was uh two hundred dollars went a lot further back then. Thirty years ago. Yeah, that's like a thousand bucks. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, they were throwing some cash for tricks at the uh, the Vans contest. The Vans contest was interesting because it was, a, I guess it was an open, which means anyone can enter it. So you'd see like all types of random people like Omar Hassan popped up. Pivot Grand Fakie. Yeah, Pivot Fakie. Like, uh, did Christian Asoy show up? That seems like the kind of thing that he would like make an appearance mm -hmm. at. I mean, I think he's a Vans lifer, so he probably, they probably... Got him a hotel room and told him to show up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch the the whole thing. I just watched the the Thrasher edit, as one does. Yeah, I mean, you say that. I I saw so much of the Vans contest on Instagram stories, like more or less as it happened. That I haven't felt compelled to watch the Thrasher roundup. It was it. Was, and I, I should also point out, and I thought it interesting was that like no one was. I mean, I don't like hashtags anyways, but nobody was like throwing the hashtag on the story clips of like Ben's downtown slam down or whatever it's called. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it's called. And I've seen it in our notes. It, it's kind of an interesting like uh, disassociation with what the actual thing was. And I mean, I was liking the clips. They were good. I just had no idea what it was. Yeah. Does anyone really use hashtags anyway? I, I think on the streets, it's kind of beat. Brands are still trying, but... Yeah, yeah, or like influencers, people, people who are trying to come up in the influencer ranks, I guess. But another cool thing about this type of contest is a, it kind of taps into like the the punk rock DIY ethos that started with skating, like in the seventies or whatever, seventies or eighties. And B, that was Dogtown, bro. Dogtown, yeah. Shout out, shout out, Dogtown, Venice, all that shit. And B, it, it's all it's. All almost like on the edge of danger, you know what I mean, or like a full blown riot, which is kind of interesting. Like with the funky, with the fucking awesome contest, like the car caught on fire, 
and you know there were tons of people around no one knew if it was like part of the thing or what then we started jumping on cop car cop car is a staple though like you almost have to have an old cop car uh, one of these things yeah i mean at, at, at the very least a car of some kind cop car is the top tier obstacle so but yeah you... flipping it flipping the car destroying the car at the end of the contest is like <laughs> the the move for sure this was absolutely summer of 2001 so uh dated but uh we had this parking lot like a there's a warehouse that was under construction for a really long time and we we'd skate there we tried to have a contest the contest never happened it was a skate jam but we um we got a car for a little event and like we had flyers in all the shops we were gonna try to have the jam but we had the car and you can watch footage of it in shitheads volume eight the local skate video here yo yo that's interesting that's interesting because like what are the logistics of getting an old car for a contest it was like shop buddy it's hey you know hey you guys you know you you I guess you called back then because we were just starting to text message, but you hit up anybody that was connected to multiple people and said, Hey, does anybody have a car we can use for the skate event? We're going to skate their car. And we ended up with like an Oldsmobile. <laughs> nice. Was it, was, it a, was it a 98? I mean, it, <laughs> eh, it was probably like a 92, Oldsmobile. 88. I don't know. It was, it was, you know what I mean? Like the 98, that 98 is like a model Oldsmobile. Oh, okay. Like one okay. of those big like sedans, kind of kind of like a Monte Carlo, but like a but a more like luxury type of. Gosh, vehicle. maybe maybe I'll I'll Oldsmobile. Uh, you know, they don't make those anymore, right? Yeah, I drove a Oldsmobile '88 old, old, old all through college and had a Man. nice squared off um, trunk. Would have would have grinded real good. Yeah, we set up a ramp so that you could wall ride the window. So there's definitely inside the car wall ride clips. Sick. And then uh, the homie Brian Godfrey, the short way kick flipped over the car. Sick. Dude, that's yeah. still a big kickflip. It's a big kickflip. It was legit. Um, I'll make sure that the the montage from Shitheads Volume 8 is in the show notes. I'll, I'll pull that up. Thank you. Yeah. What else is the staple, though? Like, the car, the car is obvious, and it's good to see that, like, the FA Jam had that. I mean, I think a wedge ramp, like a bank-to-bank, bank, you know, like, it's just built for stunts and you can just put whatever thing in the middle you know baker had a shark in theirs at the vans thing like they had a mushroom on the course too you know just put whatever put like a kiddie pool there some kind of element of danger you know like with that with the gap it's just like an element of danger like you gotta make it across and there's like you know some bad shit can happen and there's the opportunity to move the, the wedges farther and farther apart to, you know, have a longest ollie contest if, if the need arises. Yeah, yeah, the, the gradual moving of the wedge ramps uh, further and further apart definitely adds some uh, drama there. Yeah, they had those at that one contest at Love Park. It still blows my mind that they had a contest at Love Park, like uh, the one that, I guess, Jamal Williams won. Backflipped off the sign too. Yeah, and backflipped off the sign, legendary. And they had a con similar contest at Pulaski, probably around the same time. I was like, yeah, the two uh, wedge ramps, like Mike V, like probably you grabbed them or something. Front, big frontside one eighty, like a cool frontside one eighty. Yeah, something like that. It wasn't some four one one, but yeah, the wedge ramps or some variation of that with some uh, dramatic shit, like some gimmick in between them. Yeah, that's always a stable for sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm just thinking of another car instance. Familia did a contest called Ghost Ride the Whip. 
<laughs> and there it was it was like a blacked out cadillac that was offered up to the skate gods and like i know for sure there's there's a great clip i'm gonna shout out another guy who's never gotten a mention on this show eddie kokendorfer familia employee kickflip crooks on like the hood you know going driver's side going towards the hood of the car kickflip crooks off a bump pretty Sick. good stuff i think even th- that might the video again i'm going to try to pull up is like friend of the pod kevin horns edit so uh i'm just going to be tapping away over here guys don't mind me sick yeah um oh ccs a couple years ago did a contest where the prize was the car you skate the car it was a cadillac and (laughs) the winner gets the car yeah did blake griffin get the kia that he dunked over oh good question no i don't know i mean he probably didn't need the kia but I, I mean, I think yes, but I kind of think dudes like that don't really drive Kias. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That you give that one to the housekeeper or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What else? Oh, a- another classic obstacle is a uh, office furniture, like an old file cabinet. Oh, those are great. <sighs> yeah, old fridge. I love a junk jam. Just bring out your garbage. Yeah, at that at that one. SF contest, I think like 96 or whatever, this one parking lot, they had like, it was like a file cabinet on top of a pyramid or whatever. And God Adam damn and it, I, we just thought of the same thing. That's all right. <laughs> and um, yeah, Adam McNack did like a 360 foot 5.0 on it. That was pretty buck. That was pretty crazy. I think Sendog won that one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That that was in his, uh, in his window there when he was like winning every contest. It's time for a revelation. It was set to that guru song in 411. Trust me on that. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't doubt it. There were like 20, they probably used like 20 or 25 guru slash gangstar songs in 411. So. Yeah, totally. They, they, ha- they had to have some, some uh, arrangement. Apparently they had like a connection at the, at the record label. I, yeah, I think I remember paper. like a Josh Friedberg interview in Jenkum or something. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Do uh, You know what they haven't had in a while? Those like all city skate jams or whatever, where they like, go around town to different spots and whoever skates like each spot the best gets like wins or whatever. Where it's like you turn in a video at the end or footage or whatever. Maybe, maybe not. I'm thinking of the DC one that they did in New York. Okay. Oh yeah, it's like King of New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did King of LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sick to have like a little self-contained series. But that that starts to feel more like a a legit contest, you know, like there's like more rules and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's okay. where uh, where we got Vincent Alvarez from. He won the King of L.A. and that's how how he came into prominence. Oh yeah, no shit. Shoot, I saw Vince Alvarez at Tampa, two thousand six, seven, eight, somewhere in there, and he was yeah, he was the dude where it was switchback disaster on a large, large, large quarter pipe, and then he did um, like half cab to frontside nose grind down a little park rail and he was the guy who was like oh who the who is that he was really sick great in person by the way but yeah amateur no name vince alvarez was something to behold oh yeah i'm sure that's so rad and I, I think that that's the cool thing about these alternative contests is people can really show out you know they're not holding back because they have to hold on for 45 seconds they're just like fucking going for it and i think that some people are like this is my chance to like make a name for myself it's like the the elevated skateboard demo the democratic demo Ooh, yeah it's like a demo with stakes 
mm. like a little bit more motivation. Yeah, I mean, it's a fucking awesome one. Some people were really like going for it over the cop car, like really thought they were going to like suffer severe bodily harm or something. Yeah, like I can't even imagine hollying a car lengthwise. You know, it's like, what was that probably like 12 feet? Something like that. I think it, yeah, I was thinking 14 maybe. Yeah, it depends on the car. That was like a bigger sedan. So yeah, it might be 14 feet. That like... I'm a Google Caprice Classic length. <laughs> Caprice Classic. Crown, Ford Crown Victoria. Yeah, what's the yeah, length good. on a 98 Crown Vic? <laughs> 98, 98 Crown Vic. These dicks put it in inches. 20... <laughs> 214 to 217. Cause yeah, like when you think about it, you probably can't see the landing, right? Yeah, definitely not That's over insane, like the bro. roof of the car. So you just kind of like have to figure it out in the middle of the air or something. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, I mean, you just trust. You're like, I've looked at it. I know know where things are, and I'll I'll spot the landing when I need to. Trust one. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, apparently 200 you do that divided by 12 are you, are you using like a are you doing like pen and paper long division or are you using no man I'm, I'm giving it up to the computer I, I'm, I'm a reporter <laughs> oh, okay I'm a J school grad I J. I have I have printed so much bad math in my life not so much but enough that I know that <laughs> I need to keep it simple yeah 18 feet I don't know 18 feet 18 feet so holy shit. I, I'm pretty sure there used to be a bump to bump at the indoor park. Is it a 12 foot bump to bump? How far is it? it? Must have been more than nine. I don't know. I feel like there there was this like bump to bump that we could. Yeah, it must have been 12 feet. It must have been 12 feet. Like at the height of my powers, I was able to ollie that and only ollie that decently. So 18 is like 18 is plausible. And I mean, when you remember how like gnarly looking that Jake Anderson kickflip was, he did the kickflip, right? Yep. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, that's an 18 foot kickflip. Like, I'm not fucking with that anytime soon. You know, that that seems plausible and also amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Because if you think like a sheet of plywood is eight feet long. So two sheets of plywood yeah. plus a skateboard is like how far you kickflip. Wild. Yeah. Dude, he's been on a tear with these jams. He really fucking killed it at the dime, or excuse me, at the bunt jam, which I think was a very cool contest with the um, with the basketball hoop in the quarter pipe. Oh yeah, yeah, I was stoked on that a couple a couple weeks ago. That was yeah, that was a good one, man. That was a really dope concept. The current Capels heat index like went up a lot, and um, I really think that Jake Anderson is gonna get hooked up soon. He's doing well. He's not pro. All right, I thought he was pro. No, right? no. I mean, I'm being facetious. Like, I mean, oh, okay. Who who does who is he pro for? By the way, like they show his board at the end of that. Uh, skate mental. Go. Uh, oh, skate mental. Skate, skate mental. mental. They're still skate around. Mental, like a a good company, like good to very good. They got uh, Antonio Doral, Jake Anderson, Current Capels. If you're a fan of Current Capels, like really good contest skater, and like Costin, I guess, right? They've always skate mental in the past like 10 to 15 years has felt to me like a a place where people go as like a holding pattern like yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out at like, skate mental while i like figure out what i'm really gonna do yeah shane oh o'neill shane o'neill yep yeah shane jack jack curtain's on skate mental now too right oh weird pretty sure i think they had a really good team man they've like got Loki, a lot of good skaters mid key does Stava have a pro model 
They should make a video or something, dude. Because they came out with that one like little like jokey ad or whatever when when uh, Darrell got on the team. But like I haven't really heard that much from them since, right? They had an M video that I don't know the circumstances under which I got the DVD. But like John Mata, I think they still like give him boards. Like big John Mata fan. Oh yeah, he's sick. He's a weird ripper. What is he? He's still out in them ditches, I imagine. AZ boy for life, like <laughs> the last one of those. Uh, God, what was that video series? They did like seven. Happy of medium. Them. Happy medium. Seems like seven videos is no longer a happy medium. <laughs> no, it's maximal. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I almost forgot a classic uh, skate jam from history: the Brooklyn Banks contest in '93. Oh and yeah, that one was sick. When Harold, rest in peace, uh, he, backside he flipped over the wall. Blah blah blah. Danny Way, no side. Yo, your tail broke. Tagging up the bus. Yeah, tagging the bus. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like these types of things, it's always on the edge of like total chaos or a riot you know just like a hair away i feel like these days it's a little more controlled yeah 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 Yeah, these days i mean like the fa hollywood jam was co-sponsored with adidas so i'm sure i'm sure there were like some pretty tight controls like i would not be surprised if the burning of the car was in the plan yeah yeah like they probably had some corpo like security or whatever they probably had to like no, not probably. They definitely had to like get approval from like the sheriff's department or whatever. Jet fuel might jet, burn <laughs> jet <top> fuel. <laughs> might do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's permits for the lot. Like they're not just like posting up in some random lot and just doing something. Like it's yeah, still I mean, more. It's still better than the 45 second run. Though, yeah. I should say I'm I'm a bit of an apologist for that. Like. Amelia's had a park forever and there's been various contests I've been involved with help out with and there's still never been just like a runs contest there and you know people still share like the Bob Burnquist X Games run and like the Dennis Busenitz Tampa Pro run because there's something to be said about like all right you got this time and you better fill it up with good tricks yeah I mean I mean listen I like I like the uh, traditional contest with the run because like there's some like strategy and like tactics there you know like you get your one safe front in then you try some harder shit blah 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 you know you like climb the ladder or whatever mm-hmm. yeah i'm just glad that there's there's room for both you know i'm not advocating for an elimination of the 45 second run i'm just you know advocating for more options which we have so it's great one thing that hasn't come up thus far is the dime glory challenge back this year which doesn't actually seem to fit into the categories that we've necessarily been talking about. It's uh, that sui generis type event, like, and I wish I'd have just like booked it to go this year. It, the circumstances no longer allow, but what do we? I I know we all like Dime Glory Challenge, or at least I'm assuming. Yeah, because the Glory Challenge, it's it's kind of like its own thing at this point. It's almost like a fuck, like a Burning Man. <laughs> for skating or, or something you know i i think it it falls neatly in the category of alternative contests you know i'm I'm thinking of like they had kind of like a best trick contest on the flat bar shaped like a sword <laughs> and they they had the bank ramps that they would they were like sliding farther and farther apart and i think they had flames in between you know for that danger factor yeah. so I, I think it's like a classic alternative contest and then yeah. they have like the fastest kickflip and like dopest landing and all that shit which is hilarious and awesome yeah yeah there's a little more showmanship 
involved with the glory challenge like uh like they had the whole like set up for like the game of skate game of skate's gonna be pretty sick this year dude pretty pretty hyped for it yeah it's breezy versus who alexis oh, oh yeah that's gonna be good i hope breezy's brushing up on her nolly heels nolly, yeah. nolly heels nolly flip switch flip i'm gonna put i'm gonna put some dark money on on breezy that's the upset right I don't know. Not sure, but I reckon she'd be the underdog. Yeah, who's got action on that? I'll I'll, I'll take some of that action as well. Yeah, I, if I'm, anyone's I'm, taking taking wagers, I'm I'm I, I got yeah cash on breezy. I think, it's I think that's the smart money. I think breezy is younger and just probably ha- maybe has like a little bit of a deeper bag. You know, I mean, the impossible is the special in that mix because I know for a fact Sablone came up in a time when nobody knew how to do an impossible. And I'm not trying to say she couldn't, but I just feel like she's just like me, a, uh, you know, old millennial who can't impossible pressure flip or do any of that shit. We'll have to see. It's going to be a good one. It's a reason enough to get her on the show. Can you all impossible? Because my assumption is no, man, we were, we were so close to, to getting Alexis on the show <sighs> next time. <laughs> Maybe this is a reason. Maybe it's this time. Maybe, yeah, maybe this is the time. When the summer skate media drought hits, we find ourselves looking back at videos from the past that still get us stoked. Patrick pointed us towards Mad Circle's Five Flavors. I'm looking to the recent past to tell you to go watch Leap Year. It's a six-minute montage by Cole Navin that dropped at the beginning of this year, 2022. I may be biased since it's a Portland-based video, but... uh, all the spots look cool, new, and exciting. The skating is very current and gnarly, and a few a uh, few of those tricks even made it into the quarter snacks top ten for that week. Jason, had you watched this video uh, when it came out? I gotta tell you, this clip was not on my radar towards the end of last year because I don't think that I've seen before. It's uh, you know not really in my wheelhouse either because I mean y'all know me, I'm like a you know Eurotech ledge lord type of guy, but. It is some cool shit and definitely like very current. Like that's how the cool kids, like the kids that are good at skating in your town skate these days, like curved and, you know, weird rail configurations and shit. I don't know if anyone skates ledges anymore. Does anyone even skate ledges anymore? It might be becoming like pool skating at this point. (laughs) I think ledges are just hard to find. Yeah, a good good ledge is hard. Dude, yeah, especially in this country, a good ledge is skatable a lot is hard to find. I mean, you can skate your skate park ledge but like who wants to skate a skate park ledge all day you know yeah, yeah i mean yeah it's uh, yeah it's like seriously anyway yeah th- i mean it makes portland look cool as shit like i don't know if portland's like part richmond part san francisco or like slightly bigger richmond or smaller seattle or what but you know it seems like a kind of a mellow type of town with, like, it definitely place. has those richmond vibes yeah, like, yeah, it's like the Richmond of the Northwest or something. <laughs> yeah, every, like everyone's tattooed, everyone's into like hiking and shit like that, you know. Is there a river there or just the ocean? Yeah, dude, we got two rivers. We got the Willamette and um, the Columbia. Oh, damn. So, yeah, the whole like, you know, outdoorsmanship slash tattoo shit. So, but yeah, a couple of these spots look like really cool. I've never seen them before. Like that, like that one uh, blue like right on rail on the side of a wall. Yeah, that that's one. on my to do list. Dang, you just claimed it, official. Claiming it, claiming it, claiming it. That's one of those things that's probably like a million times harder to skate than it looks. Kind of like with everything on video. Yeah, I mean, especially in Portland. Yeah, seriously. And uh, whatchamacallit, that one curved brick ledge. 
that show looks pretty fun. So yeah, it's definitely some cool shit. Even though it's not really in my wheelhouse. Okay, then. Well, thanks for watching, Mike. What'd you think? <laughs> well, I remembered or misremembered watching it. I um, I don't know if you shared it in the chat or what, Templeton, or how I came upon it. I definitely but... tweeted it. Okay, yeah. I was like, that's... this video is fucking sick, or something along those lines. Yeah, I I was you know two minutes in, and like, did I? Did I not? I have no idea. And yeah, I I definitely watched it like when it came out, and probably when you tweeted about it. But like, so is the churn of just content nowadays. Obviously, where you've seen something and you're not even sure of it. Maybe credit that to its good use of modern skateboarding. Not that, yeah, I don't know that 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 was that was like a compliment, kind of wrapped in a diss. But I'm gonna I'm just gonna say like this was cool and the skating was good and the video the quality of the video mixed with super eight was really awesome because they had like a unity of look across all of it and you just don't get like these semi-anonymous maybe you know these dudes templeton but i don't follow any of these guys on ig you know they all rip and even based on like the the notes on the youtube video i have no idea who any of the skaters are like I will say in quotes, the, the inverted commas, I'm going to go British on you, inverted commas, the main dude in there had like cool Ocean Howl vibes, but I don't know who he was based on the, on the, on the notes on that video. Was that, the, like, uh, was that the first dude? dude? I think so. The dude He's that goofy. Looks like, looks like Henry Sanchez with a mustache? No. No. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> how has Sanchez never had a mustache? Yeah, right? I could like build his brand. He had like a he had he had like a little like tech beard in like the um mm. like the peer days a little a little bit for a minute there. Tech beard mm. needs to come back. Tech, tech Rob Welsh. Oh, but I was yeah, I was saying it looked like like that was like a true crew video in the fact that you know there was a main filmer, but everybody except like one guy also filmed some clips and like the guys who were skating were filming this super eight so yeah i think it's definitely required viewing yeah i mean i i think like the fact that you watched it and had kind of forgotten about it that's that's why i wanted to you know push this forward again as like a video that everybody needs to watch and is required viewing because it is like such a great example of just a crew video and it's very of its time i feel like it's a video that i will come back to like years from now and maybe that's because these these spots are local and like you mike i didn't know any of these people before the video came out like it just yeah kind of bubbled to the surface among my community you know like friends of friends know these guys or whatever so like you know it, it got shared and linked and stuff uh from from my research or from what i've heard cole navin the guy who made the video he's more of a professional snowboard video maker so that's probably why the video is so good because the guy has chops I'm like all due respect to everyone involved, but that that that's shocking. It's such a good skateboard video, skateboard clip. Like I don't equate. I guess I haven't consumed like snowboard media in a long, long time. But huh, that's super interesting. Well, I feel like snowboard videos are like way more pro than skate videos. Man, I've never watched a snowboard video. What's well, like, I guess because I've never went snowboarding. I'm gonna go on record and say snowboarding is tight every once in a while especially if you can get out west which is neither easy nor inexpensive but it's it's good oh they got it out here i mean there's there's mountains here in virginia 
Oh, it, I mean, yeah, you can you can slide around on a lot of ice in most cases here in Minneapolis. Wait, oh yeah, you need uh, the the powder, right? That's what the the stuff that's good for skateboarding, like powder, right? Powdery snow. Yeah, come up to Mount Hood. So I've, so I've get heard some, some fresh pow pow. But, uh, I feel yeah, bad that I mean, I've only been snowboarding once since living here. Maybe this will be my winter. Probably not. Yeah, see, it seems like it'll be super fun, but it's like it's like a whole mission. I don't know. Like, gotta get the shit, drive up to the mountain, get like a whatever a pass or whatever, and take the thing up and like you know. I don't know. Maybe one day if I get if I get the chance, probably do. It. But uh, tell me what kind of camera did this guy use? Besides, do you know like or can you tell besides the Super Eight? Because yeah, like a little mix of like long lens and some fisheye there i don't know i'm not that good at identifying cameras by the footage i would assume it's just like you know the standard hd video camera that everybody's using that like you know has the handle on top kind of vx looking but yeah hd hpx or whatever i don't know is it a panasonic now yeah that's that's kind of like the go-to one looks i i love that look yeah, what, like whatever whatever setup that is, it looks cool. Like it doesn't look like super, I don't know, like super HD, like some That's shit does, but it still look, kind of looks cool, like like a VX. You know what I mean? It's got richer colors than HD. Then then like I know what HD you're talking about, where yeah. like it's almost washed and it's hyper real. Yeah, to its detriment. Yeah, yeah, like it looks I would... like a. I would assume that it's shot in like 24 frames per second instead of 30. Like 30 is standard like TV and 24 is like more cinematic. So that's probably part of the look. And then I think a big thing that lots of people don't do is they don't color correct or like color grade their footage. They're just like, yeah, yeah whatever it comes out of the camera is what gets put out. But like definitely uh, Strobeck puts some high contrast on there and whatever else and it looks fucking cool that way. Yeah, I think it, it like the snowboard video chops play here where it's in post production or at least, you know, maybe even putting the camera settings like they agreed upon camera settings and then did whatever they had to do to make it all look coherent. Like I think there were four different filmers. The one guy was the main guy. Like it's it's all unified and that just goes so far, especially in a six minute clip where if one clip is drastically different. I mean, there was that. I, we had videos in the recent past, and this is probably more 10 years ago than anything else, where like we're shifting aspect ratios in the middle, and it's like that doesn't fly. <laughs> so it's good that, and really cool, honestly, that this is so unified. Yeah, I, I think a unified look is really important. And it's insane that people overlook that every right. now and then. It's less and less, more rare than any, anymore. Yeah, people are starting to get it. Yeah, along those lines, I think the song or the, the first song at least contribute to the overall you know aesthetic as well like making more cinematic or whatever temple then you sure. put in the notes it's some some band marietta yeah i i just you know did a little rudimentary internet research before the show today and i kind of figured that it was like obviously it's emo so i figured it was you know probably from the early 2000s or something but uh this band marietta is is like a current emo band Reminded me of like Promise Ring from a Mark yeah yeah exactly like I would have I would have sworn that it was from like the late nineties like Promise Ring era yeah that's kind of like what I expected too but yeah they they like formed in twenty twelve or some shit throwback boys yeah yeah like it's it. definitely definitely like a throwback sound 
Shit, man. I was on For the really? level of Jason with music tape. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking, dude. I'm going to wrap got, this up in foil and take you it got some, Yeah, dude. You're, yeah, the, you got some music knowledge there, dude. Don't fucking... Don't sell yourself short. Thanks, dog. Well, I know you're, I know you're stoked, Mike, to uh, get on Jason's level of music, which brings us to the end of our show where we talk about what we're stoked on. Mike, what else are you stoked on this week? I am also stoked on... Uh, I learned a... I learned a new trick last week, which is the second new trick of this summer. So I'm pretty stoked on that because I'm 40 years old. And I recently tried to explain to my wife how rare it is that you actually learn a new skateboard trick at this stage of skateboarding, where I'm like, as of this May, it's 27 years. So I did a slappy nose slide pop over on a rounded curb. And that seemed like an impossibility literally that morning when i showed up we were skating early me and my buddy chad so stoked on learning that also stoked on the 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 song the track easy lover which was put into my head by ben from kinetic skate shop on twitter and then amplified by our very own jason who said it's like a what did did he say it's a it's a banger it's a banger it is a banger it goes hard it is a banger now. Like by it's extension. on my it's on my gym playlist. I think yeah, it is on my gym playlist. Oh yeah, that's gonna motivate the shit out of you. To you're gonna you're live. gonna hit a PR. <laughs> Listen to Easy Lover by Phil Collins and Philip Bailey. Yeah, and then and then that got me into again. Uh, I'm kind of obsessed with Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer, and I want someone to use it in a skate video. And then I realized that like Ishad needs to skate to it. Yeah, that'd be real good. Think about it, boys. Jason, what are you stoked on? I'm stoked on Dragon Wheels from Powell Peralta. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I'm stoked on uh, Venture Trucks uh, made in the USA over in San Francisco, California. I'm stoked on a new novel, uh, Heat 2, by Michael Mann. He had a co-writer as well, the director of the movie Heat. Uh, the one with Robert De Niro and Val Kilmer and Al Pacino and all those guys. I guess uh, he couldn't get the movie made, so he just wrote it in the book. So pretty psyched on that so far. Stoked on a video from Australia. Um, Simon Zuzik, the Australian-Croatian, and Digby Luxon are pro for HODL, which is kind of like a sister brand, a uh, passport, kind of like Chocolate Girl, that kind of deal. So, uh, yeah, it's more like, I guess, Melbourne spot porn. And uh, yeah, these guys are both, you know, Simon's pretty tech, but uh, Demi Lux is pretty good too. So stoked on that. Also stoked on uh, the new third baseman for the New York Mets. Uh, Brett Beatty hit a home run in his very hurt first at bat yesterday against, against the Atlanta Braves. So uh, yeah, the kid's good, man. Hopefully he'll, uh, you know, continue to be good down the stretch here. Are the, the are the Mets... Uh... We're talking postseason. We're talking wild card. Where we, what are we talking? No, about? they're in first place. I think they have the best record in the National League. I mean, they're up there. I mean, they'd have to screw up pretty bad, which they've done before uh, to not get in the playoffs. Baseball gods are fickle, man. Baseball gods, yeah, man. They'll, uh, they're, they're something, I'll tell you. Anyway, Templeton, what are you stoked on this week? I am stoked on Stay On Board, the Leo Baker story. Uh, just wanted to mention that we are working on something with that. So we did not neglect to talk about probably the biggest skate media news of the week. So stay tuned for that. And then, you know, I'll be stoked on whatever we're working on when that comes out. Uh, <laughs> kind of a lukewarm ending to that stoked on, but 
shit. Uh, it's going to be good <laughs> if it works out. Uh, that's it for our show All this right. week. Be sure to check out mostlyskateboarding.net for links to the things we talked about <clears throat> and other show notes. Until next time, you can keep up with us all week online. Jason, where can the people find you? On Twitter, at Carbonite1994. On the Instagram, at FrozenCarbonite. And writing stuff for quartersnacks.com. Working on it. Working on something for like end of third quarter, beginning of fourth quarter. Some shit like that. Mike, where can the people find you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram with the same handle at M Munzenrider and Vern. If you're listening, we're interested in those dragon wheels, Bob. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Wait, does he do wheels too, or is he strictly bearings? Nobody knows. I think he's strictly you. bearings. I don't know. Could I'll use some Swissies. I do use I do use Swiss bearings. Full disclosure, I use Swiss bearings. <laughs> I mean, me too. Cause what else? Yeah, I mean, they're they're I mean they're they're, they're the best. Like the set lasts you like ten years. Like, come on, my last set uh, lasts me like ten. I just got a new pair for the hell of it. I was like, I don't feel like taking them out. But it's a new, you know what I mean? Yeah, now, my was, set is from like Vern sent me a set when I worked at Skateboard Mag. So that's yeah, like probably almost ten years ago. The wheels guy got to be. He also shoots photos or he shot photos back in the day. Deville. I think it's Deville. I feel like Bill. Can I address him? Sure. Yeah. Bill, you know what to do. Slide Get into the DMs. <laughs> yeah. All right, Templeton. Where can the people find you? You can find me on um, Instagram at mostly skateboarding and on Twitter at mostly skate. Um, Burn, Deville, whoever else. DMs. Hey are man, open. we we want to like we want our whole ride systems to be bones. Bones trucks. Call them- they call no well no no ride Both system bushings? does not. I just made up ride system. Ride system does not involve the truck section. Okay. This is a stellar ending to a great podcast. <laughs> this is a really good ending. I like it. Not gonna edit it at all. <laughs> so we'll see you guys next week. Thanks.